A very warm welcome back to Andy Heasley. Um, and we're going to be talking about what's going on in Ireland. For the last few days, I've been kind of finding out what's happening in the UK and America. So we're going to find out what's actually happening in Ireland and what protests have been happening. Because um, I've been away, so I've missed a lot of things that have been happening in Ireland. So a very warm welcome back, Andy. Haven't talked to you for a while, so let me know what's going on. So fill me in and what's been happening. Thank you. No, well, thank you. Sure, well, thank you. We've been uh, we've, we've we've been very busy over the past month since we came into the new year. You know, um, we've been um, we we've protested at RTE. Um, I think that was two weeks ago. On the Saturday, we were protesting again. RTE, what what were you doing there? What happened? Was that over um, a Christmas time? That horrific thing that RTE put up and yeah. didn't even properly apologise for it. Yeah, no, they definitely certainly haven't apologised for what, what they've been doing. Video that they made, um, trying to push and to see how far they can go with um, with blaspheming against God and calling him a rapist. It's so, absolutely shocking. Whoever yeah. thought it would happen in this country? It's just such an antichrist country. But when um, protesters arrived at RTE to to let their voices be heard at the disgust that they've they've been seeing coming from that broadcasting channel they were met with an unprecedented treatment of brutality from Garda Shia Khan and um, they completely harassed um, old women they targeted it was like they targeted the weak out of the small group of people that forced arrived there God. And they were really coming down on them, um, taking their names and addresses, um, telling them that they're going to be arrested and given fines. You know, it, it, unbelievable stuff. They, you know, and these people were, were praying the rosary. They were there praying and they were pulling them out of a crowd praying. You know, like this is the like never seen before in Ireland. You know, well, I'm, I know we have, but in recent times for what's happening and what has happened in Ireland, for this to be allowed, it's completely shocking because really? we really are back in penal times here. Absolutely. And do you think Irish people are waking up or do you think that, is there any sign of them waking up? Because the majority of Irish I know are still, they're more concentrating on what's happening in America. And I'm not saying like, you know, I've been looking at that too, but they seem to be very focused on Donald Trump yeah. and all that. You know, I'm not focused. Like I do watch what happens in America because I know it's there's a domino effect from America that what happens there filters down here. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, everything is already filtered into here. Yeah. There's not much more progression to be filtered into Ireland because, you know, no matter who they have as their president, we still have Michal Martin to deal with. Yeah, and Leo and the rest of them, Sinn Féin, Fianna Fáil. So, the whole lot of them. A whole, whole lot of them. So no matter what happens in America, that's not going to stop the progression that's happening here. No. Because it's already here. Absolutely. So, I was actually saying that to no, an English person um, when I was talking about what's happening in the UK. I was actually saying, like, we're actually in a lot worse. We're much worse than America, much worse than the UK because we have nobody in government to speak up for us. No. Or in media. But don't have anybody in there that is uh, trying to fight the narrative that's going on. Everyone is complicit, you know, and, and you know, they really are working towards this great reset. And by how they're doing it, you know, COVID-19 is being used to take away everything. 
you know like we've been you know at a couple of different events uh, this this month alone like at RTE we don't I was I attended the what I was saying to other people was I used to think Ireland was a test run for Europe to destroy Ireland to see how easy it would be to destroy the rest of Europe but I actually think now looking at it if you look at South Africa that's where it's headed and you see how the whites are being treated in South Africa that will be the Ireland um, and I think our, South Africa was actually the first test run for this um, socialism and Marxism and we are for Europe but we will head exactly the way the whites are treated in South Africa we definitely are being headed that way you know it's it's quite scary the way how every country in, in Europe right now is headed that way France Italy we're all in we're all in, in, in deep trouble and um, they're rolling over every constitutional right with with the COVID laws when, when I was on the convoy we were going through the same treatment from the guards and the police who were couldn't be entered into the north they told us that they have now um, so um, you know the fear tactics that the government have been using are, are, are Nazi tactics that they used you know in, uh, in Nazi Germany uh, towards the start of you know the first 10 years of Hitler you know he, he um he was dealing with an L flu pandemic himself, and, and it was a great opportunity for him to um, bring in the draconian laws that they had. And they are exactly, they're being rolled out here the very same way. Um, it's all about safety, you know, and the safety of others to keep you locked down. And now, now, now you know, we have to keep you so face, we have to fine you if you leave your 5km district. <laughs> So yeah. really stepped it up. They've stepped it up a lot more now in the new year Did for this know? kind of regime of um, of pure Nazism. You know, checkpoints everywhere. Because you know, I, I tried to get on a train to come home here um, two days ago, a couple of days ago. I was talking all that's turned off, and they had a lot of security. Uh, just as I was saying, we were, you know, they had all the turnstiles closed at Houston Station and they had a set of security guards there and they were stopping people that had no papers to prove why they were outside the 5km restriction and if you didn't have papers you weren't getting on the train so they are completely stopping their right our freedom to travel around uh, Ireland as it says on our passports we have that freedom and you know we should be helped with that freedom but now we're being restricted freedoms are being given away and um, if you give away a freedom what's it going to replace with it's not going to be replaced with freedom so oh it's going to be replaced with um, more restrictions and, and they're getting a lot worse and they're getting a lot uh, more braver with these restrictions uh, since the new years come in yeah they're using every means they have they have control of the newspapers they have control of the mainstream news and RTE you know when when checkpoint and you're asking a guard where do I get in this information they're basically telling you to go home and watch the news you know to listen to the narrative and you know we all know the news right now can't be trusted we don't have a real um, mainstream news that are even telling anything close to the truth right now so when, when you're up against a whole lot of this you know 
it, it's so hard to fight against because um, they have the courts as well now yeah. and how far can you get with the courts when they're you know they're all in colluding on the COVID-19 it's be, and it's because of money yeah more cases more money and, and, and it's happening in all areas of like the, the prison system the prison system people are in prison and they're doing 23 hour lock up now because of this COVID and they'll be forced to have the vaccination in prisons like it's horrendous it's just like, this goes against every human right violation that we have there's all these kind of op- forced to take the vaccination they will be the first anybody who's locked up for even a misdemeanor will get the injection whether they like it or not yeah, that's the way, that is the way it's going to be rolled out. You know, there's a lot of people that, um, even in hospitals, if they want cancer treatment, they're going to have to take the vaccine. You know, for any kind of treatment, you know, you're going to have to take the vaccine. To travel, you know, you're going to have your travel ID, and that will tell you whether you're safe or not to travel, so that once you have your vaccine, you're safe, you know. And even now, when they tell you, have you, you take the vaccine now, are you safe? No, because you can still be a carrier of the virus I mean there is actually no winning with anything that they do if you have the virus you, you might have symptoms but you could be a carrier if you get the vaccine you're still not safe because you could be a carrier you know the vaccine is not actually a vaccine and it's it's just a, a way of controlling people and to, to mess around with people's um, DNA and strikingly well there's not, I'm not surprised actually that everywhere they're rolling out the vaccine is where they're getting higher cases yeah so it's crazy and there's you know, tests I, that they're forcing on people now you can't travel unless you have this thing stuck up your nose into your brain which is ridiculous considering the coronavirus is supposed to be in your throat yeah. and going into your lungs it's not supposed to be anywhere near your bloody brain no no I mean like if they can like if it's so transmittable why do you have to stick it thing up your nose so far to your brain to find out it's uh, what you have yeah. you know we have to wear masks why do we have to wear, wear masks if something has to be shoved up to your brain to find out whether you have it or not yeah. <laughs> point and they actually put it out oh no way do they yeah you know, the, the guards uh, um, had a checkpoint at the airport last night and they put it out on their twitter account that they were not letting anybody travel to the airport that travelled past their 5km distance and those are all the airlines are down anyway for most countries they're oh right right so there's no travel anyway yeah but this is what they're doing they're, they're you know like how long are they like this for two weeks to flatten the curve we're a year into it now and we've been put under either further restrictions than we have last year absolutely much further yeah now that they're affecting you know, people so that, like, oh they are they are and you know they, they have everybody so terrified they're afraid to open their business they're afraid to um, speak out because once they speak out they're labelled a conspiracy theorist or they, they get labelled some far right wing um, lunatic just for being a critical thinker absolutely you know and it's the only way they can shut everybody right. down you know like even what happened I, I was at the courts um, for the end of lockdown court appeal from Gemma O'Doherty and John Waters and um, there was great support there there was about 300 people there that showed up but um, you want to see the brutality the police came in they came in with the riot squad okay. again they were targeting old people there was an old woman there and she had to pass her over her eye and they were targeting her you 
I was watching them make arrests and I mean these are like you know good decent people that have come to support and pray and they're just grabbing them tearing them down arresting them assaulting them taking them away um, completely shutting down any kind of gathering that's happening they're not letting any religious gathering or any kind of associations which are constitutional guarantees us so and they did this right outside the courts and then for them to you know they pushed the case down the line again for another possible two months for an outcome so that they can further push this these draconian laws onto us you know everybody's case everybody that's fighting uh, in the courts and, and doing unbelievable work behind the scenes you know they're pushing their cases way down the line so that they can you know by the time our cases get dealt with sure you know the vaccine rollout will be happening and all this kind of stuff you know they're very clever in how they're um, pushing things down to stop the truth getting out to people yeah and apparently the vaccine will be in around march april time so that's probably why they're going to open up the air the flights then because you'll have to have this poison into your body and a proof to to show that you are poisoned. Michael Martin said, "Come July, the world will be a completely different place." Oh my God! He said, "Come July." So I mean, this utopia, new build back better world that they're going to have, it's going to bring a lot of debt because the businesses that are being shut down, everything is being pushed towards the globalists so that they can control what we have, and and that's why businesses are being shut down. We're all being put onto one um, low level where we will be happy with having nothing but happy with what the government are giving us, you know. Yeah, the um, and, and that's where they want us. They don't want any competition anymore. They, don't, they just want everything to be for them to, they, you know, they're at the top of the pyramid. You know, we're, we're, only, we're only the slaves at the bottom who, who's feeding their pockets and, and they want to keep us that way now. And it's just, you know, I mean, it's coming. I got um, a lot of people that were at RTE. They got all the fines in the door. You know, a hundred euro fine for for being outside your five km re, um, restriction. Well, are people going to refuse to pay for these? Are people going to start? No, sorry. Are people going to start? Do you think that there's going to no, be no, a rebellion? Yeah. Well, I hope nobody. Pays uh, there for. has to be. There has to be. There is a, some sort of rebellion going on here in Ireland, but it's just not picked off enough legs. We yeah. see Germany, we can see, you know, England. I think Switzerland or something. Like you got millions of people that are coming out onto the streets. They're saying no more, you know. Yeah. Um, that was the sad thing about the car date being there. Like, I know 300 was a good crowd, but we should have had thousands on yeah. the street. We should have had thousands there fighting for their rights, fighting for their right to make earn a living, you know, but they're just, they're just so afraid. And, you know, you can see the parallels of what happened in Nazi Germany is what's happening here now. Everybody was too afraid, you know, they were being told to stay in for safety um, and told what, and told to basically uh, rat up on your own neighbour, yeah. you know, and, and that's what's, that's where we are. In Ireland, like the, the old of Ireland, the traditional people that we had here, the welcoming Irish, it's all gone. Oh, God, yeah. Well, they made that yeah, happen. It's all gone. They made that happen as well. Yeah. Uh, there's a build up with oh, the Scottish. Meet me, Martin comes out and says the best way 
to deal with this virus is to is to is to uh, pretend you have it. Pretend you, know? you have it. What? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it's to pretend you have it and then stay away from everybody. You know, <laughs> so like if people are running around terrified. Stay away from me. Stay away from me. You know. I mean, there's no interaction with people, so they're they're so caught up with RTE in their heads. They can't, you know, everybody's restricted from the truth, the censorship that's going on right now. Oh my god, it just gets more crazier. I really, I don't know what it's going to take for the Irish to fight back, but you do see fight back in the UK, you see fight back in, as you were saying, in Europe, um, and you see a fight back in America. And Ireland is known for the rebellion, you know, fighting, but they're very lame at the moment, they're the most easiest out of all the countries to take everything um with the start i think Ireland took you know the mass migration we are very lame and I, you know i think we're lame yeah. oh yeah um, well the mass migration that's going to be going on over in the usa right now it's literally only just oh. begun yeah oh yeah now now that Biden is in over there he did sign an order to release all um um immigrants you know that have come in over the line to make no more yeah. arrests he's put a stop on to ice absolutely so it's basically you know the, the floodgates have opened for refugees in america now and you know that's <laughs> that's going to be the end of whatever was left of america because there wasn't much left of it anyway oh yeah no islamic terrorism will go right back up was already started in baghdad um once he got in there was two suicide bombings and um, kills over 40 people like that so it has already started all the islamic terrorism and you can you will see it back in europe and back in america back to obama times where it was at a crazy stage and we will be back there i'd say even worse i think so even worse i think they will definitely step it up now as in a complete control and dominance thing you know the um you know, they invited the snake into Europe by letting all the Muslim refugees in, you know, and now it's time that the snake is going to bite, to bite back. Yeah. And it's going to be poisonous. It already is infectious what's happened in Ireland with, you know, the hundreds of mosques opened all over the country. Churches have been sold and uh, been sold to be used as mosques. Yeah. You know, and then the other churches, there, where churches, they're being facilitated, they're facilitating the Muslims to come in. Yeah, they're calling it. So, like, the takeover, the takeover has happened. Yeah. Now they just put their dominance into what they've done. And, you know, I can really, that's the, that's the setting for this year that I've been feeling in, every, in, in, in everything. The Garda have up their dominance in what they're doing. They're getting away with it. And, and they're gonna, it's going to happen in, in, in all aspects. Yeah. I don't see any future for Ireland. I really don't see it. And it's quite scary to say because I didn't even know when they, they closed the doors. And I've been saying it for a long time that this was happening. I, I've been actually predicting. I didn't know exactly it would come as a coronavirus, but I knew it was coming as a culture Marxism. I knew they were going to try to get rid of our cash. I knew that they were going to try and shut us down. And I knew they were going to try and block us off from running into Northern Ireland. I knew all this was happening. I didn't see it as a virus they'd use it but I, I've been talking about this for a while but um, it's quite scary that they've used this because you will have to be injected with poison to get out of the country um, to even escape from this yeah well you know it's going to come to um, having to know people 
you know, um, for for resources for yourself, for food for your family. You know, we really have to try and avoid 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 the the main big shops out there and support local businesses. You know, get to know your local farmer. You know, get to you know yeah. where you can go and you can get good milk off them or you can get good meat and and things like that and um, and not worry about having to you know go into a shop without being checked to see if you've got an id so you know i think we're going to have to be more uh, be more of a community now than ever yeah. you know and, and and be prepared for anything that's going to come down the line you know whether it's a food shortage or uh, you know what people need to realise is the spiritual bankruptcy that we have been facing the past 60 years in Ireland. Yeah. There's more people, to, even though these draconian laws are getting heavier and heavier, I do see more people turning back to God. Mm. And, and, you know, and there's more people turning back now than there has been in the last, you could say, nearly 100 years. Because it's just, you know, the faith has been systematically taken away from people. Yeah. But now, you know, through this persecution, and that's how it has always worked. You know, it's the, the blood of the martyrs that are seed of the church. And and that's what has to happen for renewal. You know, we, all this has to run its course. And, I, you know, sadly, I believe there's a, there's a bit more to go for us to run the course. Oh, absolutely. And I think it's true. Because, you know, the people back in 1916, they weren't liked by the people either. A lot, mm-hmm. You know, there was a they will come to the understanding that we, we were we were trying to fight and save this country. Yeah. Well, hopefully. I, you know, I'm very negative towards... Um, and I wish I was more positive to think that Ireland has a chance. But you just... Like, I suppose I'm surrounded by so many people who have believed the media. Like, everybody... And, like, I'm a really black sheep in my family. I'm a black sheep even with my friends. A lot of my friends think, you know, it's time for another... as a Time for another dose of your medication. I am, you know... And I don't see that. Where I see in other countries that there's a lot of people waking up. In Ireland, they seem to be completely think that everything is conspiracy theories they love joe biden think he's fantastic it's where he was running our country and they don't really talk about you know michael martin other than they don't really like them but you know they don't really i suppose they don't have a choice there isn't a choice in ireland which is the really dangerous thing there isn't a choice in our media um even facebook you know you see other countries complaining it's Ireland, and even germany um, and that's quite yeah. scary. Well, they're, they're completely gone with the narrative. Like, we don't have. They're not. They're not news. Yeah. You know, they're predictive programming. That's exactly what they are. You know, it's like this is what you do, and this is you know they're telling us how to live, and they're telling us what to believe. There's no truth in anything that they're telling us. You know, it's gone completely. Gone. It's you know you you better off. You might get more uh, truth from North Korean TV. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And if you don't agree with them, then obviously you're a fascist, racist, bigot. I mean, it's just, it's gone to a point where it's just so crazy with the Irish government and their distaste for the Irish people is what has really upset me no, and made me sick. I think because they've been trying to come down so heavy the past couple of weeks, they are running scared in many ways. And I do believe that, you know, um, the more we've been pushing them and challenging them, not only on the streets but behind the scenes, 
they are crumbling within, you know. They are holding on because they've, you know, they've, they themselves have crossed a line of no return. So they have to continue with what they're doing. They have to keep going, you know. But it is falling around them. There's so many, so much evidence and numbers that um, are coming out now and discrediting everything, the lockdown, the coronavirus, evidence of no proof of coronavirus, um, the damages that the vaccines have already done. I mean, it's so overwhelming that, that you know, people will have no choice but to wake up. They won't, you know, because it's just so illogical that what's happening right now that the only thing you can see is a new world order of tyranny. And do you think people are, have you had any kind of, you know, a few years ago, I do remember when I had started speaking out and um, a good few years ago, and then a few years later, when I was talking out about Islam and different things that were coming in and how dangerous that was, first I was attacked, but a few people did, um, a few years later, come to me and say, you know, when I heard you first, I thought you were like, you know, uh, uh, fascist, racist, and whatever. Yeah. Um, but now I realise. Yeah, I, I, I got quite a lot of that because that's been the work I've been doing a lot. You oh, know, when I was trying to expose John Paul. I, I, yeah, just um, missed that. If you just tell me again. I was trying to expose um, John Paul too when he um, embraced Islam when he was the first quote unquote pope to go into uh, to a mosque and pray. He said he. There was lots of writings on this that he was saying we all pray to the one God. He um, he even prayed to Saint John the Baptist to protect Islam, and um, he was really behind the whole infiltration of Islam into Europe. You know, he he, he was the he was the leading man for this for this new one world okay. religion where all religions are put above you know on an equal standard with each other. You know. And that's the, that was the real springboard around the world for governments to change, for you know, for us to start losing everything and and the destruction of society in itself. God, shocking! It's funny thing is, what do you think the French president? You know, because he was so pro-Islam for the last few years, and you know, Trump was a bigot, a fascist, racist, and all the rest. But recently. He's actually started to speak out about Islam. Now they don't like it at all. They're calling for his death, going to blow up France and all this sort of stuff. But what do you think of that? Yeah, well, I mean, um, I think he knew. I think he knows what he's doing. And to keep public opinion good, he has to come out and say something. Yeah. You know, he's all talk, no action. That's true. You know, he, you know, so many of these politicians. They, they talk the talk and they can talk until the cows come home but they could not walk the walk because they have an agenda yeah. and they're you know they're like a snake with two you know with, with the, the split tongue that's what they are you know they, they will tell they'll go to one side of the world they'll say something different and then they go to the other side of the world and they'll say something different yeah. and they're always in contradiction with themselves and they're always so ambiguous and people you know People who have ears are just not listening. Yeah. You know? You're very right. Actually, that reminds me of Leo when he was so anti-abortion and there's tapes of him being anti-abortion and then as soon as the abortion comes in, he's like the most pro-abortion person. It's like, yeah. As soon as he was was put into the hot seat, because he wasn't voted in, yeah. He uh, the first thing 
on his agenda was um, bring abortion in. You know, he's always been the, the European uh, Freemasonic puppet for Ireland, as they all have been. Yeah. You know, they, they, and that's all they are. They, you know, even me, old Martin, he's not the one pulling the strings. He's not making the orders. Yeah. He's only doing what he's told. You know, from the from the likes of um, Arthur Cox solicitors who were who would be the top of the pyramid in Ireland for bringing in these regulations through Europe. It's so just, everything comes in through Arthur Cox solicitors, uh, and then it gets filtered down to the puppets of the the Irish uh, government, so-called government. <laughs> so-called as right. I think, that, like you know, when Joe Biden got in, if you look up antifa.com, you go to White House. I'd say the Irish government and Antifa are linked and with the higher power, whoever that is, the EU. Without doubt, they are all linked. You know, uh, Sinn Féin, the Guard, uh, you know, uh, the British intelligence, they're all in there together. You know, we've, I've seen so much evidence last year myself. you got Jerry Adams taking pictures with Antifa flags. Yeah. You know, and then and then all last year we had Antifa coming trying to stop um, any kind of movement that we were we had last year, and they were coming coming violently at us, you know. Yeah. But um, they didn't last long, and the Garda knew that they couldn't do the job, so now the Garda have to do step up and use their power against us because the past couple of ones that we've had, there has been no Antifa, but the yeah. Garda are there, you know. Guard are down, they're coming down heavy. And let me just say, I, they, I shouldn't be calling them Garda and Shia Khan because once a guard breaks his oath, immediately he stops being a guard. Yeah. A guard's oath is to protect my constitutional rights. When a guard doesn't uphold that oath, he steps outside of being a guard and therefore he's just a civilian. And all they are is policy keepers they are not upholding their oath no none of them no yeah. one of them so the guards haven't been doing their job for a long time if you're on the wrong no. side they don't no. care whether you you're getting well, you know, threats or not I, I get i get threats just like yourself you know yeah. I, I arrived home last night and I, I came home to a couple of letters and um i know they're from the guard you know and, yeah. but they can't even spell properly one of them says don't be a ass wear a mask <laughs> another, right? another one says we're watching you and then I'm getting letters in and they, they, it's the same way it's posted with the address and stuff but, and they're just putting masks in it's quite funny like, I, I do have a great giggle at myself because even on the, what they're writing they can't even spell properly you know I mean they're so pathetic yeah. they are so pathetic in what they're doing that they think that they can intimidate me. Whenever they try to intimidate me, it doesn't work. It actually just makes me stronger. You know, they're feeding me, you know, with all this because it really keeps me going and wanting to expose them as much as I possibly can. But the sad thing about right now, we are hanging on literally by a thread that is ready to snap. And um, I don't know what's going to happen when this snaps. I mean... They're shutting everything down. They're shutting any kind of uh, political party that would oppose what's going on. They are making false arrests. You know, they are doing everything they possibly can 
to to silence us right now, which you know really shows how afraid they are, but they're not stopping. No, you know, and this is where the only way we can stop this is if if people stand up, they have to take off the mask and completely reject what's going on and get out, open your business or do something, get your neighbours talk to whoever you can in your community or whoever is in if you don't want to leave your 5km do something in that 5km to start something because that's what I will do if I can if they don't let me leave my, my 5km I'll just I'll, I'll just do something here you know yeah or wherever right. I am so- if I have to go live make videos you know whatever whatever tools God will send my way I will use them to the best of my ability to help wake people up yeah, I mean the next thing is really to teach people how to survive, how to start growing food, how to start growing vegetables. Even if you have a tiny little, yeah. you know, pot of thing, how to just put in yeah. potatoes and carrots, just things that you can survive on, and that's the main um, thing. Yeah, and, and now is the now is the time now is the time of year to to start getting things in and ready to grow and getting your garden ready. Yeah. You know, for anybody, you know, spring is just about to come in. Everybody's going to be getting their pots and and, and seeds out. You know, it's the right year to do it. It really is because what's coming over the next couple of years, it's it's going to be shocking. Yeah. It really is. It's going to be shocking, you know. And um, we do, we have to be prepared whatever way possible. You know, in growing our own food, get plenty of flour in so that you can bake your own bread. Right, exactly. You know, get good contacts, you know, with farmers, you know, we're in Ireland, you know, there's plenty of farmers out there, there really is, you just have to start doing some work, do some research, get in contact with a good farmer, get your meat pack off them, you know, you yeah. might be able to get your milk off them too, you know, and we, 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 we can't be sustained that way without having to um, be in system, you know, because yeah. we're going to have to take ourselves out of the system, we have to come out of it. Absolutely. And fishing, if you're near Water Ireland as an island. Where we'll survive. Yeah, you have to be self-sufficient, you're right. And Ireland is an island. We need to be able to go and fish and learn how to yeah. fish. Because fish is a great resource of food. Yes. Um, there's two big... Fantastic. Fish, rabbits, you know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Everything around us. Great resources in Ireland. There really is. People just need to open their eyes and, and, and wake up a little bit to what we do have. That will be there. I'll know people will go to the sea to fish. The other w- big warning call just before this COVID brought in 500 guards with no training, just gave them a badge, off you go. Yeah. And that was yeah. a real wake up call the, for a virus. They're not even teaching the guards. They're only teaching the guards traffic duty, you know, how to how to use malfeasance against a person when they won't cooperate with you. You know, this is the skills that they're learning. They're not actually learning the law. No. Because when you quote the law to them, they don't you like you've ten heads. Like, what's that? <laughs> and they're like, when you quote a law to a garden now, they will tell you, that's your opinion. <laughs> You're like, no, guard. This is the law. Law is not down to opinion. opinion. You know? <laughs> it's insane. But when you think about it, hiring 500 guards with no training for a virus... Like, what's the virus got yeah. to do with having guards? And nobody actually even questioned that. It's like, why would you no, hire guards for yeah, a virus? That's what we've got to do. Like, you know, shouldn't the civil servants be coming in and, and helping out to do things like that? But no. You see, the guards have the power. Yeah. You see? And that's what they're trying... That, that's what the abuse is all about. It's an abuse of power. It's not about the health and safety of others, you know, because... Yeah. 
they shouldn't be involved in this. This is a health and safety thing. It's not a national, you know, we don't have uh, um, enemies going to blow us up, like, you know, that we need to, you know, protect them that way. No, we're not going But listen, Andy, it's so good to hear from you, and thank you so much for coming on and telling us what's going on. And I hope to speak to you next week because uh, it's fabulous just to keep an eye on what's going on. And, you know, and it's great because you are much more positive than me. I tend to kind yeah. of go, Ireland's gone. And it's great to hear that, that you believe that there's a fight. And, you know, I suppose that is, um, you've got good faith. I, I have got back into religion, but I probably my faith isn't as strong as yours. And I need to work on that. But it's true my faith has been coming back in the last few years definitely um oh praise god that's great to hear it really is and, and it is, you know it's your faith for everybody it's always a, a process you know we don't just arrive of being holy you know yeah. <laughs> we have to come out of uh, certain forests that we've walked ourselves into over the past how many years we've been away from god and you know as long as as long as we're growing in that truth you know it's a fantastic journey Really That's all is. I can say. Yeah. It's an amazing journey of faith these days. When you live the truth, it, you know, it can bring you anywhere, especially outside the 5km restrictions. Yeah. <laughs> Amen to that. And you know what? That's what we should do is should have like priests like help them to open up because it, it's terrible for them. Um, what country did I see? Yeah, oh, it is. You know, um, that's what I've been trying to do is help priests down to try and find a good priest in Ireland. It is pretty hard. You know, there's a whole, you know, the Norris Order priests, they, you know, I couldn't recommend them for anybody, no matter how nice they are, because they teach a one world religion. Finding a priest, a traditional priest, you know, they are here in Ireland and there is more coming. Yeah. You know, but they have to kind of lay low with these restrictions. You know, they can't be so public because everywhere they go, they will have guards waiting for them. Yeah. You know, so I, I do understand in how public they can't be right now because of the persecution they will get because of it. And, you know, there is a good priest here in Ireland and he's doing fantastic work. And, he's, you know, he's saving souls. That's, that's, what it, that's what these times are about, you know, saving your soul. Absolutely. Well, amen to all that. Let's know it's been fabulous again to yeah. talk to you, Andy. Thanks, yeah. Thank you so much for having us on. Thank you. Thank you for keeping me sane. And I'll talk to you <laughs> soon. <laughs> Thank you. We'll be able to try again next week. God bless you and thanks for everything. Keep Thank up you. the good work. Thank you, Andy.
a very City fair I. There are mad lines of marching men in squadrons past me by. No fighted hum nor battle drum did sound its dread Foggy dew, right proudly high over Dublin town, they hung out the flag of war. Twas better to die neath an Irish sky than at Sulva or Sudalbar, and from the Foggy dew. Twas Britannia bad our wild geese go that small nations might be free. But their lonely graves are by Sulva's waves or the shore of the great North Sea. Oh, had they died by Pierce's side or fought with Calbrew, their names we would keep where the Fenians sleep neath the shroud of the foggy Thank you.